Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 118-95 loss to the Chicago Bulls, Riker. Another tough game without most of our roster. We're on the largest losing streak of the season. Is there any hope at the end of the tunnel, Riker? <laughs> I want to summarize this game with Matt Thomas, two minutes left, hits a three to bring it to seven, and then very next possession... Zach Levine has the ball out at the perimeter. He throws it into the post, and they pull the defender off Zach Levine to double in the post to have the best shooter wide open at the perimeter to keep it at 10, to keep it at bay, ultimately lose this game. Ben, the the coaching bench performance output, it's looking desperate, but hey, maybe the fade for Caters are going to be back. I don't know. There's always hope. There's always a silver lining. Yeah, the silver lining is for, as we said, the fade for caters. They're creeping back into the comment section. So some people are finding hope. But again, as we mentioned in the last video, obviously we had our jokes, the Walmart hat, and you still got the Walmart hat. We titled it there. But we're confident in this roster fully healthy or with at least one of Siakam or Fred VanVleet to take some of the load off the Bouchers and Norms who have been really balling out for this team. So I think this team will be fine when we're back full strength. But the question is, Riker, when will we be back at full strength? Because the roster, <laughs> we're just falling down and down in the standings. You mentioned before we uh, recorded, we started recording this podcast, there are a lot of teams just climbing up over the Raptors right now. So at what point does it become too much of a, a hole to overcome? I have no idea, Ben, and I think that there's going to be due time. Yeah, I look at the teams that are above right now. When the Bulls are above, the Knicks are above. It's like we're in some parallel timeline, but Ben, I I'm starting to get heated. I'm feeling hot right now, and therefore, you know what time it is. Yeah, it's, it's getting a bit, a bit hot on this podcast. Technical foul. Nick Nurse just got a technical foul. So it's our new segment, Hotheads. Sean, what's got you pulling out your hair? Gentlemen, well, listen, I first of all, this is what's got me, you know, pulling out my hair. Number one is Riker's hat, okay? First of all, he's wearing a Walmart hat. You know, that's actually disrespectful right now to the Toronto Raptors because, you know, to me, the Walmart is actually a decent company. You know, they're, they're actually a good blue-chip company. Right now, the Raptors are basically – like the fire festival right now okay you go to you you you, you go to the uh, island and you just you go there you get your box of food and you're just disappointed okay um they're, they're looking like the fire festival and I, the, the, what has really got my head hot is stanley johnson i like honestly i i i i i don't get why we're playing him okay he is a ghost out there. Like, stop playing him. He's actually a great three-point shooter, but I don't notice him at all. He had two points tonight. He had one turnover, uh, three rebounds. I did not notice him at all. And, um, you know, that's what really got me, you know, heated, guys. And, um, you know, I know this is the first segment that I'm on, and I and before, this whole segment is for me to just get angry about what's going on. And... Um, I, I'm really excited to be doing this over the next couple of episodes with you guys and sponsoring it. But um, all I have to say when it comes to the Raptors is that we're just, it, it, it's just frustrating to watch. Okay. Stanley Johnson, it's frustrating to watch. Obviously the guys, you know, the key guys 
uh, are not there. And, you know, that's what's got me heated, guys. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that the next game is watchable because I'll be honest with you. I had to turn the, I turned the game a couple times to watch Megan the Stallion. Like, I, I wanted Yikes. to see what's going on. I wanted to see what's <laughs> happening at the Grammys. I'm not going to lie to you. I turned the game a couple times to see what was happening. Um, and um, anyways, I listen. The reason why I'm here, I'm, I'm from a company called UMD. We're a digital health startup here in Canada. We're trying to connect uh, guys, uh, guys and girls, uh, to licensed practitioners across the country. And we're actually focusing on hair loss. So you know, a lot of guys your age uh, or older are, are are suffering from hair loss. So we're connecting with the, uh, doctors. But who cares? Okay, who cares? It doesn't matter. Fire Festival, not Walmart. Gentlemen, I'm out. Listen, you're turning it. That's again, that's Sean from UMD.ca. We got the promo code going. Ben is going to flash green so we can transition across. No shame in flipping off to watch Megan the Stallion. She's a goat. She, I think she won a Grammy this year. She's a baddie too. So, you know, no shame. <laughs> Everyone appreciates the work that she's done, but I'm surprised you're singling out Stan the Man, who was absolute certified memeable for the Toronto Raptors last season. He sort of had. He had his comeback with his defense. He worked his way back into the rotation. And ever since, he, he's been off. And, and I think, Ben, that is really the issue that we're having right now is just finding any consistency from any bench guy. Yeah, and Stanley Johnson, he's a guy, he's a player that he's good when he's playing off of players, right? He's not a guy you want to come out and really knock down shots, hit threes, and create things for players. So I think right now, being in a starting role – on a roster where he's honestly potentially when Terrence Davis is struggling the third option in the starting unit because I put him ahead of Baines that's just not a role he's been able to to compete the the clamp rows off the bench him in Utah and DeAndre Bembry they were great when they were playing off the likes of a Siakam a Fred and then Norman Powell and all these guys in the lineup but again they they just all seem to struggle when they're out there on the court you know it's and it's the case for all those guys it's the same players we were raving about the ability of DeAndre Bembry when he was playing with the the core roster, the starters, the guys. But again, zero points from Bembry tonight. People have been sounding off on this guy on Raptors Reddit, on Twitter and stuff, saying that he shouldn't be the point guard. He shouldn't be the main guy doing all these dribble stuff, right? And then you have a guy like Stanley Johnson again, who Sean got Sean pulling out his hair, right? So, and then again, Utah, he has just been out of the mix since I guess that dunk happened right before all of the other players went out. But those style of role players, they're not in a position to really step in and fill the shoes of a Siakam who creates his own shots for as inconsistent as he may have been this season. So it's, it's a tough look. And honestly, that's why we're seeing, even though I think Utah, Stanley, and Bembry are more NBA-ready players, but a guy like Ellenson, who's been in the G League, is coming in, getting a lot of run for this Toronto Raptors team. What have your What have your thoughts been on him coming in, Reggie? Well, he's getting too much run, and you know what? The thing is, who had the most minutes off the bench? It was Paul Watson. I'll send it over to Sean just to sign off for us. Again, Sean from UMD.ca, we're going to put to bed the uh, – you know, no, Stanley Johnson listen, points. But, but before you leave, before you leave, this is what I want to say about Stanley Johnson because I, I heard your respective comments. You guys being really, really nice of for Stanley Johnson. Um, I would rather want Megan the Stallion out there than <laughs> Stanley Johnson. Uh, honestly, like I, I just, I don't know. That that's my last piece. And we'll see Sean again. So I appreciate that fire off the bench, brother. <laughs> and you know what? We have to have a guy who is just 
willing to shake things up because Ben and I, we try not to go ever too negative into the mm. Toronto Raptors. But again, Ben, you're absolutely right in that it, it just looks kind of desperate out there. You have Paul Watson playing 27 minutes. You have Ellenson who was getting deep run 20 minutes this game. You have guys, Jalen Harris, who was just tossing up shots in the final three minutes <laughs> when, in my opinion, it was still a game. Like there was still a game left yeah, to be played. Yeah. Matt Thomas brought it to seven with two. If you had to have had a good defensive set, that was within reach. It's the Bulls for crying out loud. You're not playing against the the Brooklyn Nets. So, um, yeah, a lot of struggles, a lot of things that are grinding my gears as well. Yeah, and Jalen Harris, he's a guy in the G League. He's been known to put up shots. I was hoping to see him maybe get thrown in earlier, maybe get a... Get a little spark going for the Raptors offense. But one thing about Ellenson, and uh, you brought him up, he did get a lot of run. I don't mind that he he looks a little bit better than I expected driving and being willing to go into the paint. I thought he was going to be a player that's more just spot up shooting. And honestly, he did take four threes, but there are points where he does look like the tall Matt Thomas. He's passing up open ones to make those drives, and that's what I sort of named him as in uh, in the previous podcast. So... Ellenson, he's a guy, he, he shot 42% in the G League from the three-point line, so obviously he's getting adjusted to the league. Nick Nurse seems to like him. I think, there. do you think he could be a player that could potentially enter the rotation, especially if we continue to have injuries and stuff, Riker? Yeah, I mean, definitely, potentially. I'm also going to say now that we're cutting up a little bit in the audio, so if for the listener it gets really strange, or if Ben doesn't know what to say after I'm done talking, then that's the reason I'm going to say I'm going to catch it before the soundbite happens. But I believe you were talking about Ellenson. Is it a guy that we're going to maybe look to? And Ben, if you do hear what I'm saying right now, let me throw back that it's being reported that there is another tall, white, three-point shooting big man that has been proposed via trade for one Kyle Lowry. And what we're seeing a lot today is that the Miami Heat put forward Goran Dragic, Kendrick Nunn, a second round pick and a one Kelly Olenek. You know, I think that there is maybe similarities between Ellenson and Olenek, except Olenek's been doing it a lot Mm -hmm. throughout, you know, a legitimate NBA career and has played significant minutes and has played playoff minutes. Is this a trade you'd be more willing to entertain now that we're kind of seeing, you know, just Kyle Lowry on this team, Kyle and Norm, not even enough to get it done against Chicago. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to talk about. And honestly, I think we can make a whole video on oh, that we, potential we breakdown. Will. We will. <laughs> you know, people are looking for the trade content. We've been trying to hold off till we get a little bit closer to the deadline. We don't want to spam too much with the rumors because they get more and more real and logical once you get closer to the deadline. But this report, as you mentioned, Kelly Olynyk, Nunn, Drogic, I'd like some more pieces. I'd like something added on attached to it because Kyle Lowry's the Raptors goat. He's a guy that should command a lot of value on the trade market for a team like the Miami Heat, a team like the Sixers, a team whoever's trying to take their fringe championship potential to something that can be actually actualized. Kyle Lowry does that for those teams. So I think you can get significant pieces, you know, long-term pieces from teams that are looking to do that in the short term. If I'm trading with the Heat, I'd like to get Precious Achua. Kendrick Nunn would be the high-value piece in that trade, but he's older. He's older for a young guy or a, a shortly tenured guy in the NBA, and he plays the same position as a Norman or as a Fred VanVleet, a Terrence Davis, Malachi. We have a lot of players in that role. I'd like to see a Precious or a Duncan Robinson. If you want to talk quickly about that, because we've been talked about that a lot in this uh, in this chat. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And we'll swing to the seconds and do it really quick. I'm sure we don't need to extend this loss too much, but it is interesting. And I think the high value piece is actually Goran Dragic, who he's mm-hmm. had a criminally underrated NBA career, but this guy's an absolute stud. And what bringing him in would allow us to play Van Vliet, Norm Powell at the one, two natural OG, and then Pascal at the four, maybe play Olenek at the five, have two insurance pylons and Boucher and uh, Aaron Baines, and then have a legitimate bench scoring guard in Goran Dragic and Kendrick Nunn. I think it's a perfect, really nice complimentary deal. I know people would like yourself want more for Kyle Lowry, but I'm at the point now that I'm saying something needs to be done. So we'll, we'll do it. We'll break it down in a full video. Cause I mean, this is extremely debate worthy. Yeah. Thousand percent. Just quickly before we swing in the segments, cause we didn't dive into too many positives. Boucher, 17 points, four rebounds in the last game. We had struggles seen from Norman Powell. Well, Norman Powell specifically, Kyle Lowry and Boucher, they've been doing it pretty well though. During this losing streak, I just want to say there's been those three guys that have made this at least somewhat watchable when you tune in. Without those guys playing to the level they have been, it would just be a horrific watch for this Toronto Raptors team. So Norman Powell, he's criminally underrated over the course across the NBA. He has been a beast for us. And if he can maintain this level of production with the guys back, that's going to be a great thing to see. But Riker, let's swing it into the spicy play of the day. And the spicy play of the day, it's uh, it's sponsored now. It absolutely is. Ben. I don't know. Did you update the animation? The animation's I was not saying, updated, but I'll let you sign off. But we have very coming to get i don't know the proper way to say this but basically it's a hot sauce guys it's the spicy pile is brought to you by jungle spice roja heat of the amazon jungle i mean it's it's a toronto-based company and i'm not going to get it it's more of just a teaser for today and we're going to dive straight into that the next time but ben spicy pile what have you got for us yeah the spicy pile of the day kyle lowry had a nice little drive handed it off to to boucher Got a little little dunk. He's had a bunch of nasty jams in these few games, but uh, you know, nice little little dish dish and dunk. Did you have any other other ones in mind, Riker? Did you see Norm Powell just get a sneaky post finish? It was like a little dribble kind of baseline. He got up. He did a double pump fake. It reminded me who used to pump fake a ton. He used to play Raptors, Cole Raptors goat. No, I'm talking <laughs> or second goat, Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan was a a good pump faker, absolutely in the mid post. But anyways, mm-hmm. Norman Powell, he just had some sneaky post moves this game. But not all plays can be the spicy p light. Some just make you say, "Oh, geez, Ben, we got the gear for it now too." And we're just flooding with fun things that are happening for the podcast, despite the sad times. Do you have an OGs oh, besides just losing to the Chicago Bulls? Oh, geez. It's got to go to Kyle Lowry at the end of this game. He's not getting a gold star because he literally threw the ball to a referee. He threw a ball to a referee across the court. And then this guy, this cheeser, came out and just threw him out of the game. And Riker, the one thing I want to say, I always get worried when a prominent Raptors player gets thrown out. It gives me flashbacks of DeMar DeRozan's final moments as a Toronto Raptor getting thrown out of the game and Kyle Lowry getting ejected, right? These are these are tense times in terms of the rumor mill with Kyle Lowry. If he gets traded in the next 24, before the next game against the Pistons, 
there's a curse for players that get ejected because that's that's where they go. Raptors legends that get ejected. There's a chance you're getting traded or you're getting moved. So I don't know. Do you think do you think this uh this will happen to Kyle Lowry in the next two days? Well, which way am I? Whichever way a C is shaped uh, for the viewers, I don't want to toss out the C word conspiracy, but we'll, we'll leave it to the comment section to determine. And if it happens, listen, we will be bringing up this podcast in future yeah. conversations in future seasons, Ben. I don't know. I, Illuminati. I don't hope it does. I'm just saying I hope that something happens for, oh, for crying out loud. But Ben, you brought up, DeMar Rosen. I'm bringing up Damari Carroll. We're talking the Gold Star Award for worst performance. There was a lot of goose eggs. There was a lot of poor performances, a lot of terrible plus minuses. I, I'm looking at Stanley Johnson. I'm looking at Aaron Baines, Terrence Davis, Paul Watson, DeAndre Bembry, Utah, Matt Thomas, Henry Ellenson, and Jalen Harris. I'm giving them all they're all getting one today because they all sucked. They all are terrible. That's the most we've ever given out. I know for a fact, the most we've ever given out in one evening. No, we've had, we've had games where we've thrown out a lot. We've had some, some sad games. They're not terrible. They're playing out of their roles, Riker. They're playing Hmm. in, in positions. They're just not, even if they could, they're just not trained for it. They're not within the system. So it is, it is what it is, right? Like I'm we, we can't bag on this team trash on the players. No, we're, we're, but okay, but but yeah. let me let me say this. Let me ask you a question before you move on. Yeah, is if I look at a player, what Paul Watson is trying to be, that's a scoring slasher slash three point shooter, right? Mm-hmm. Terrence Davis is a shot creator. Stanley Johnson, yeah, he's playing out of his role, right? He's he's not a starter. He's not a he's not a scoring option. He's a fifth option on a on a lineup, right? DeAndre Bembry, he tries to do a lot, but if I look at Paul Watson, I look at Matt Thomas, who just needs to shoot, Henry yeah. Ellenson, who just needs to shoot, and um, Terrence Davis, who needs to create, right? This is your chance. You're playing against the Chicago Bulls. You're playing on a depleted roster. You know you're not going to lose minutes for going out there and making a mistake. You're going to get run because most of the the big guys they're out. So yeah. why is there any insecurity? Like go up, play with confidence, take some good shots. I just didn't see that tonight. I see what you're saying. You brought up a lot of names. I think Paul Watson just missed a lot of his open ones early. So then there's going to be tentativeness. Uh, Ellenson, again, missed his... I thought Ellenson played good, and I mentioned this at the beginning. I thought the little things... The question with Ellenson was, can he do the little things to keep him on an NBA basketball court? And I thought, surprisingly enough, he's doing those things to give him minutes, but the threes aren't going down. The thing he's actually out there to do on the basketball court, he's just really not not thriving at currently. You know, the threes just aren't going down the level that they were in the 905, but... That's not the question with him. So if he's doing these things, I think he could actually be a piece for this Toronto Raptors team, considering the glaring hole we have at the center position. So Ellenson, I thought was fine. TD, I completely agree with you. He needs, he's shown that he can do these things and he's not doing it. You know, Bembry, Utah, Stanley, they're playing out of, out of their role. DeAndre Bembry, we've had that experiment at the point guard position. I know Nurse did that with Patrick McCall last season and McCall didn't look too bad at it. Bembry at points to sort of switch it up doesn't look bad at it when you know it's a it's a different look than when the other team's game planning for Lowry and Fred but now people are expecting the point Bembry and it's it's not really there it's not what I like to see from him he's a hustle roll cutter so that's that's the sort of thing Riker but we haven't uh we haven't talked to the chat that much so the final there there might be a little alarm going off Riker 
beep 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 That's right, the final alarm has rung, and we want to hear your guys' takes, your thoughts on this game, on the Raptors, any ideas, topics you want us to cover. Uh, we'll look at it now. Uh, Matt Thomas cannot get open. All I'm saying, I'm throwing it out there, Riker. If Matt Thomas had the confidence to shoot the ball like Chris Boucher, you know, Chris Boucher lets it fly immediately. If Matt Thomas had that confidence... This man would be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to use this as a segue to bring up that what makes me sad about the Toronto Raptors is that the OKC Thunder can go and play this guy, Alexei Pokushevsky, seven foot tall Serbian, zero years experience in the NBA. And he goes out and in his first game ever, really playing any minutes, he gets 23 and 10 on 62% from three, 53% from the field. And Terrence Davis can only muster up six points. And he's been in the league doing it, playing these minutes for two years, two years. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's unfortunate. I'm actually thinking about, I don't want to give away my trade secrets, but, uh, Trying to make a move in my fantasy league and pick up that guy on OKC. Get a little weak stretch. I got a tough matchup this week. But uh, people are asking about Kyle Lowry. We brought up a Kyle Lowry trade. We're going to make a video on that. So don't worry about Kyle Lowry. We talked about that earlier in the pod. Uh, too many defensive gu- guards. Not many prov- not enough proven shooters. We have two Matt Thomases out there. Small Matt Thomas and big Matt Thomas. Henry Ellenson. You know, we got some shooters. We just need... We need... When Bembry and Stanley and Utah are on the court, there needs to be creators. They're not creators. They're great defenders and shooters, right? They spot up. They they need to be around with people, so that that is what it is. People are asking about the Cavs. Thoughts on the Cavs? What are your thoughts on the Cavs, Riker? What's going on with the Cavs? I don't know. I'm not sure. Darius, speaking of fantasy, Darius Garland's on my fantasy team, so... I mean, they've been losing. They just got Kevin Love back, who's mm-hmm. potentially on trade market. They have Andre Drummond, who's not playing anymore, obviously. He might be bought out soon. I have no thoughts about the Cavs right now. They're not in, they're in the they're in the back. They're <laughs> well, in the rear view. Riker, what are your thoughts on the Pistons that we play on Wednesday if we don't have our guys? If Fade for Kate is real, if the Raptors <laughs> lose against the Detroit Pistons, or as everybody likes to call us up for the Detroit Pistons, but that's it. Anyways, Ben, we don't need to go too, too deep into this. I think we're 25 minutes in now. We're 25 minutes in. We are 25 <laughs> minutes into a game like this. It is 1.30. Riker is now on a on a Newfoundland time zone as well, so he knows the struggle of being up late. But uh, <laughs> you guys are the best for making this far. We didn't plug it earlier. We will plug it now. We're on the road to 20,000 subscribers. We're saying it here, right? as I just mentioned, Riker's back in Newfoundland. He's only back for a limited time. So, we need to get to 20k subscribers quickly, as once we get to 20k, we will drop a video. A well-anticipated video. People have been asking to see us play ball, Riker. We're going to play the most hype-intense game of one-on-one once we get to 20k subscribers. So... Tell your friends about the channel. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. And do it quickly because Riker is only in Newfoundland for so long. So uh, it, uh, it's it got to happen soon. But uh, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff, the TikTok, the articles on raptorsdigest.ca. Riker, do you have anything else to plug? <laughs> Go to bed. Good night. Good night. Cheers.